What's up, everybody? My name is Joshua Stein of the J. Stein Law Firm, and welcome to the next episode of Sports and Torts. This is a very, very special episode. We are having a celebratory roundtable discussion with five of my very good friends to recap our national champion, Georgia Bulldogs. Go dogs! With me today is Lawrence Kessler. Go dogs! Robert Unell. Go dogs! Jason Gans. Go dogs! Sean Traub. National champions. There you go. So all of us were at the game together. Uh, all of us have been to many, many games together. And so I felt like this was the absolute appropriate way to continue the celebration. Frankly, we've been celebrating for almost, what, a week plus. Today's date is the 19th. Um, so we're still in celebration mode. Uh, I love to set the room always. Robert, we're at your house. Thank you for hosting us. Um, you set out a very nice array of food and drink. Please tell us what we are enjoying tonight. Yeah, we're uh, dealing a little bit of a uh, Cajun shrimp, uh, some gator sausage in honor of beating the uh, the Florida Gators. Uh, we've got a little pork sausage there since uh, Arkansas Hogs went down this year. And uh, who doesn't love a good pot sticker? Um, got to have pot stickers represent there. Uh, and then uh, a little blade and bow. Um, Widow Jane, and um, opened up a bottle of the Milkman um, in honor of the Mailman, uh, a little bourbon that I bought uh, in uh, South Carolina. That's a good touch. Did you did you buy that specifically because of Stetson Bennett, or you happen to have it? Uh, I think Stetson Bennett may have been a freshman in high school when that was purchased. So um, no, it was just pure coincidence. Well, Don't forget, we forget uh, Mr. Tito as well. That's what I was going to say. We we also appreciate the array of of. Um, Vodka Tito's that you brought. We have Lawrence. The, uh, the champagne of beers, a, a, a must for any celebration. Some Miller Lights and then some some champagne. So we're going to have a good time. We're going to talk all Georgia unapologetically. Um, I want to start with, with kind of going back to the game and, and getting some truths out of you guys about where your head was at, at different spots because – God knows that was a, a just a roller coaster of a game. It's been a roller coaster of a career as, as a dogs fan. So, Jason, let me start with you. We, we sat together um, at halftime. We, we kind of excused ourselves and had a little bit of a moment. Uh, take us back to, to kind of where, where you were at halftime, what you were thinking. Yeah, you know, you and I talked about it at halftime, right? Uh, it was a sloppy first half offensively, played great defensively. And we said to each other at halftime, we said, hey, if you tell you, you know, we played this poorly on offense and we're just down 9-6 at halftime at the national championship game, we'd take it, right? Uh, specifically, where were we? Waiting in line for more beer. Uh, but that's where our head was at. Yeah, and it was funny because I remember saying that it almost felt like the opposite of a normal Georgia game where we were dominating a team, felt like we should be up by three scores, ended up by three points. Yeah. And yeah. so it was kind of nice to be on the other side of that. We're like, we're, we're right in this. And, and if, if you just said 9-6 at halftime with the ball, um, I think we all would have taken that, right? Yeah, we were really, really fortunate, I think, at halftime that we weren't down by – two touchdowns uh, to be that defense played lights out for a for a whole game actually mm -hmm. defense kept us in the game and then the second half offense woke up a little bit um robert we'll go to you next like tell us about your thoughts on the progression of the game getting into the third quarter yeah the the first half was you know if you weren't a fan of alabama georgia or if you weren't tom landry or Chuck Knoll, or somebody that's just a purist on defense you probably thought that, that was one of the most boring halves of football uh, but I can tell you as a Georgia fan, it was pins and needles and felt pretty good about where we went into the second half. Um, you know, I went out, had a little bit of personal time there at halftime, uh, was sitting with, with Larry here and went out, 
had a beer, ran into some folks out there, and uh, came back in and, and was really optimistic and, and you know, started off the second half thinking that, you know, we were fortunate to be in it and had to take advantage of, of, of the opportunities given to them. Finally made some big offensive plays. James Cook run comes to mind for me. We were actually not sitting specifically in line for beer again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the the uh, the AD touchdown. Right. I mean, to me, that's kind of when it when it switched. Um, I know that you you've mentioned that too. And then and then Lawrence, we get those couple offensive plays. We go up. Bama has the ball. What what are yeah? So um, you know, we we went up nineteen eighteen after the Mitchell touchdown. We get the ball back, um, and as I mentioned on the prior podcast, I felt like we actually stayed aggressive offensively. I thought Munkin called a great game. We were gashing him. Our offensive line just started big, big holes. Cook and Zeus were ripping off big runs, and then we had the great play to Bowers, right? And so he rips off the touchdown, 26-18. You know, there's discussions, should we have gone for two and try to get up nine? But yes. we were eight, so then it's 26-18, and the only thought in my brain at that time is, we're going shirtless overtime. Like, I just – you knew Bama was coming back down the field, right? You I'm with you. I, I'm with you. It just, it just it just smelled like a 26-24. Then they go for two. We're going to have to be shirtless then for the rest of the I mean, I, I th- thought Larry was about to start prepping Section 229 to start de-robing. I mean, he was he was ready to go. Yeah. Um, I had a different opinion, though. We, we went up – Brock scored that all the momentum was on our side from 10 minutes – you know, in the fourth quarter with that, that AD touchdown, we blocked the field goal before that. We got through the, that fumble. Game was over at 26-18. It wasn't even – now, granted, I, w- I was uh, lubricated uh, from the, uh, the, the tall 25-ounce beers they were selling there. But I, I was convinced they're, they're not scoring. They're, yeah. We're 26-18. So, they are not scoring. So the game may have felt that way, but our lives as sure, sports fans sure. the PTSD. Would, would say the exact opposite. Yeah. Um, and that's where I was. Now, Sean, we always kind of give you a hard time about your um, – position towards games and you know pessimism the, you, your, your word not mine um dr. so doom. so so that's right dr yeah. doom which we which we affectionately call you um so i want to give you the floor to talk about what was felt when well when the game turned to, for, for 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 georgia yeah I, for me there was a couple of moments in the game and one that isn't talked about as much because i think we were up um i guess we were what 13 9 and they threw a pass to their tight end, and Ringo kind of tried to pick it, missed him. The guy had a long run, but Ringo ran him down and tacked him on the five. And looking back at that, that was a huge play because they settled for a field goal. And once they did that, I was like, they can't score on us unless we, we let them score. And I really felt like at that point, we're going to make the, a play at some point or, or throw a pick six to let them score, but they weren't going to move the ball on us and score. Yeah, they were going to have to go on long drives. It wasn't like the SEC game where they were just ripping off huge chunks of yards and, and, and running you know, for long touchdown runs. And yeah, we, we were getting after uh, the quarterback this time. They didn't have the explosive receivers. It just felt like a different game, and I was just waiting for us to make that big play, and I felt like it was, it was going to happen at some the point. point. The point where I got concerned was in the third quarter we had, when Chris Smith got that interception – and we got nothing out of it. We punted it. We pinned them deep. And then they went on one of those like old-fashioned, like pre-Saban you know, uh, Saban reinventing the BAM offense type drives. Yeah, Robinson was running They were gashing us. run yeah. after run. And that's, that was right before we had the big block. But they were, they were driving the field. They were milking clock. Um, and then Jalen Carter got the block of the field goal. And then the James Cook run was right after yeah. that. And that was to the turning point. But it felt like if we didn't get a stop there, I didn't think we were going to win the game. That's to the whole point. The defense – it was just awesome. Yeah. They scored one touchdown and it was crap. 
it was, you know, Stetson decided he wanted to give him the ball on the, <laughs> what, 12 or something? But you take that out, right? They don't well, score touchdowns. Well, that was the point where I started to have flashbacks to the 27-18, Natty, sure. where, where yeah. we had to beat Bama and the refs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I clenched up a bit there, too. I think Josh and I looked at each other and go, we've seen this damn movie before. Yeah, I mean, I would say during the game, beginning when uh, we thought Young fumbled and, and Kobe returned it for a touchdown, and then we had that flip the opposite with Bryce, and then you know the, we tried the flea flicker that goes for intentional groundings. <laughs> I was just pissed. I was like, here we go again. You ready to pull the team off the field? <laughs> it, it always- I just felt like we'd seen this before, but looking back at the replay – they weren't that bad of calls no. looking In back. the heat of the moment, you always feel like you're getting the screw job. That first touchdown I, uh, the, that was called back, the the fumble, um, I guess it was the right call. In the yeah. moment, we were celebrating. Yeah, I was, going, nothing like yeah, the, I was yeah. going crazy. I mean, yeah. I was I mean, like, we're about to kill these guys. This is amazing. And we probably yeah. would have. Had that had that yeah. call stand, it probably would have been a route. I don't think it's worth rehashing for the sake of time, but I don't think people, oh, the rest, they called it pretty evenly. I, they missed a lot of stuff. They, they yeah, probably made the well. They made the right call on the on the Bryce Young fumble. That was the right call. The Stet fumble. Had they called that an incomplete pass? That stands as an incomplete pass. They were they missed a bunch of late hits. The intentional grounding. There should have been another one on on Bryce Young. So I, look, I think all in all, the rest. Okay. One of, one of our buddies claims that Will Anderson was living off sides. I just think, I just think you know what, though? I watched that on replay. The guy's just that damn fast. He's just that fast. Like, he was yeah. jumping the snap count. Maybe Stett needs to mix up the stat, he, snap he, count a little he bit. He did get a late hit in there one time that didn't get called. Yeah. And then there was the late hit on the Bowers touchdown, too. They did call that one. So, so if you'd have told me 10 minutes in, Ringo's pick six hadn't been mentioned yet, I would have told you that you were crazy. Well, we thought we were just, I thought you were waiting on it. And so I will say this. I have watched that play no fewer than 750,000 times in multiple languages, by the way. Multiple languages. Without sound. With different broadcasters. Yes. Yeah. But well, how I, do you watch with, something with, in multiple with, languages without sound? With and without sound. With, with the Celine Dion background, too. I mean, everything. Everything. But, but I. For Eli Gold's, uh, you know, him doing it for Bama, which is great hearing the defeat in his voice when he calls it. You know, Interceptado. The, Interceptado. But the one way I haven't seen it was live. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, we didn't see it. No, we ate, no. we didn't know that we, we saw the interception. We, Everybody goes crazy. Yeah. Section is, is going nuts. And then and it's like, oh, wait, he just scored? Someone told us. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, Someone had to tell us, and, and I'm embarrassed to say we didn't see it. But you know what? We talked to some of our other friends, Tom, for one. He didn't see it either. Oh, we, you, Larry and I saw it. Yeah. The pick, was game's coming, over. He was coming right at well, us. Well, we were yelling, get down. Yeah. So was Kirby. Yeah. Uh, but turns out, like, scoring the touchdown, was, yeah. that was the nail in the coffin. Like, we need, he needed to get in the end zone. Yeah. I think my exact Alleged was touchdown. yelling, get down, get down, to go, go, go. And then, you know, he had that, he had an entourage out in front of him. And Dan Jackson got yeah, blown so, up. Yes, he did. So, <laughs> I, was, I was watching my brother. He flew in from New York and... Our seats, you know, I guess Humblebrag were right there. We were second row on the 20, and he what literally— What were you in, doctor? 123. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't be a sports and tort podcast, podcast without someone with Sure. Uh, so Keeley you know, I mean, literally jumped in the air. You know, I could watch the trajectory of the ball come right to his hands. And just like y'all, my first motion was screaming, celebration, get down, get down, because I'm thinking he's going to get ball knocked out, and here we go. But as he was returning that, it just hit me that— we're national champions. Like yeah. as I'm walking him return, return the, I'm like, the, it's done. The iconic picture is going to be that was captured beautifully 
Ringo jumping and Kirby jumping in the same shot. Yeah. He's still got yeah. some hot. Yeah, he does have Kirby got his knees up to his chest. <laughs> yeah. That looks like Larry. Larry. Yeah. Like and and then, and then you have <laughs> you have Kirby screaming, "Get down!" And then you have Kirby sprinting with him down the sidelines, <laughs> yeah. which which is awesome. So where does that play now rank in Georgia history? Number I mean, one. Lindsey Scott. It's you know, it's it's yeah, it's, it's, it's better than Lindsey Scott. That was just to beat the Herschel game. diving over yeah. in New Orleans. Yeah. I mean, my yeah. God, a freshman. Yeah, yeah. But um, Billy Bates. You know, it's it's all you know, the same. With the, I wish Munson was there to call it because it would be better than Scott Howard's call. But I've heard that one. You know, I've heard it. If you go to YouTube, you can find Larry Munson. We did. We heard the, the Larry Munson one. As I well, agree too. with that. But I saw men around me start crying immediately when they scored. Him. I mean, you definitely I, shed tears. Come on, let's be. I honest. think. I think we all did. Try to. Did. I, I was a little upset that it wasn't more emotional for me as far as tears. It was just so draining. That's but, why. This is a trust oh tree. I think we all, we all, you cried, Jason. Oh, I'm sure. Um, we, we, all, we all did. And, I needed and, to know, borrow that guy's sunglasses <laughs> next to us. Dave Rich. We sat with my friend, Brandon Smith, yeah. Dave Rich. Um, and, and I should point out, not the Brandon Smith that played D-back. For, I was about uh, to yeah. ask. I'm like, you probably got some good insight there. And Rob, yeah. Rob Hammers was with us, his friend Vito. Um, so Brandon, shout out to you. You, you, you secure us the tickets. We appreciate it. We had a great time in the section. Um, you know, Lawrence, you and Robert sat together. That's right. We were in uh, 231, which was the section behind the red coat, so corner of the end zone. Uh, turn in the corner to our seats. If y'all are familiar with SEC shorts and Facebook and Twitter and whatnot, <laughs> there was a, uh, I would call a, um, I don't know, a, a cheap knockoff of hope from SEC shorts. So I knew it was she gonna was definitely she was definitely like a B grade hope maybe C, but I knew it was, it was a good sign when I saw her there uh, in the Georgia section. We had people rolling chains. Um, I had my my uh, big Lair ninety nine jersey rocking and rolling. Uh, it was a good time, good we, section. We were basically right above you. We were four thirty five. The seats actually are really good, didn't you think? Like, I thought the seats were fantastic. I think yeah. that stadium is, is That's a great place yeah. to watch. Yeah, I think it's a it's little the only good thing about Indianapolis. We'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk more about Not that. Second thing I like. Um, I don't like the six decks. It's it's a little excessive. I think that you go with your three. You, you but our seats, you They're can see great. the entire so, field. By the way, it really is three. But when you walk in on one level, one is down, two is up, and then three and four. So it is three decks. It is a, spent enough time looking for tickets on StubHub that I feel like I kind of know it, and they cantilever over very well. Um, very good sight lines within the stadium. Um, then, then, then it's bad marketing for them to say you're sitting in the 600 section. Sure. Who the hell wants to no, do no that? Wants those Whoever had cantilever on the Kiwi's Playhouse, drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, one thing I would say that I thought was actually kind of a cool thing that – Right in front of me the whole game um, on the field was David Pollock and the son and Ben Watson. They were wearing their suits. Is that what happens when you sit on the second round? I guess so. So they were, you know, dressed up because they were broadcasting. And during the game, I kept looking at them and there was no emotion. You would have not known that they went to Georgia, that they really had any care about the outcome until Ringo returned that touchdown. And Ben Watson was 15 yards on the field jumping down. Pollock was going crazy. And it was really cool to see that – you know, they lost their broadcaster, got to be neutral mode for a second, and were just Georgia fans, you know, no like the rest of, of us. Maria Taylor? She, she wasn't was, working, She though. was in front of me, but she was she of left course. during the there game. I saw. I took a few photos. So to your point, there was that cool um, video that went around of a bunch of former dogs yeah. giving their yeah. congratulations. Yeah, the I mean, it, it meant a lot yeah. to to the entire dog nation. You got Nick Chubb. They were there. They were all there. The oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, so good, good Juan on them. was there. Yeah, I mean, I saw the video of Aaron Murray hugging Stetson afterwards. I mean, it was, so what do we think about Aaron Murray? Was he was he, at our tailgate. Yes, he was. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll discuss your tailgate, that. Ours, collective, we. 
Icon, J Stein Law Firm, uh, Outer Banks OBX Granola, Granola, and uh, Forest Street Partners. I guess yeah. we should add Red Bull there, too. I did not see Red Bull. I didn't, I didn't either. I did not I didn't see any Red Bull. I just have to bring that up real quick. I, I didn't either, but I guess they were somehow involved. So, I mean, I had a Red Bull. Hopefully they wrote a check. <laughs> there you go. So, Lucas Oil, um, I like the stadium. Um, like I said, top of the good sight lines. The people were very nice. Jason, we walked into no line. <laughs> and, I brought my own beers in. And those BYOB. They, the, the, the guy taking the tickets, he looked at us and he's like, y'all going in. I'm not even going to scan your ticket. Yeah. Um, Second national championship. He said, he said, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. He said, uh, he said, I'm just doing this for my resume. <laughs> I, I really don't care. So we're like, what okay. sort of jobs are you looking We're like, okay, dude. So we roll in and then. But then the, walking with y'all, I don't remember that. Part. No, 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 no. no you oh, yeah, yeah, y'all bolted quickly after yeah. the alumni. Because we didn't know what the line was because of our last experience, which I'll, I'll let you tell that story in a minute. But, and then you walk in the stadium and the club section was wide open. They, could have rolled on in there. So so good on Lucas Oil. But before we forget, Sean, the last time we went to the National Championship game against Alabama was in, was in, in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz. All of us went together. Tell us about your story. So we were hanging out at a bar beforehand, you know, having a few drinks. I think we heard that Trump was going to be there, and people were like, the line's getting big, so we need to leave. Unfortunately, Either I didn't know about the Apple you Wallet knew. or just didn't. You're put the only my person ticket. on God's green earth that does. I had an Android back then Fair and I enough. knew about Apple Wallets. So my ticket was not moved to the Apple Wallet. Well, we get there and it's just jam packed with people. There's no line to filter in. It's just it's all storming rain. rains, freezing. It probably took over an hour to get there. So as I go to my Ticketmaster app, it's just spinning and my ticket will not come up. And I'm freaking everybody's like, dude, you're on your own, you know. Sorry. Uh, I think I was on your side there. He well, was. You, you were with you, me. You, and yeah. then at one point, you like tried to log out and log back in, forgot your password. So I couldn't, basically, I had no ticket. So we get up there, and I think there's Secret Service or something a little there extra. There was. No, there was Secret yeah. Service. Yeah. Right. Men, men a little extra guns. security. Yeah. I'm behind Rohu. He goes in. They're kind of looking the other way, and I just walk in. Just walk we, in. No, we push the barricades. Yes. Just, just, just walk in. Walk right in. <laughs> and so as soon as we walk in, my ticket pops back up. And I told you to And like we tried to put on StubHub, but it wouldn't work. We did try to. We did but try technically, to I did sneak into the national championship game yeah. with the president there. So, so at this table, we have, we have gotten three people in, essentially without tickets being checked. Yeah. And game. a six-pack. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I brought a few beers. That's right. That's right. So, so Lawrence, compare Atlanta as a site uh-huh. or Vegas or Miami or New Orleans or Los Angeles to your favorite city of Indianapolis. Yeah. I, I, liked, I liked Lucas Oil as a venue. Never again should they have a national championship game in Indianapolis. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. It was 20 degrees. It was freezing cold. So I have a, que- I have a question for the table about that. If Lucas Oil was an outdoor stadium, would you have gone to the game in 20-degree yes. weather? Yes. I just would have been more miserable than I was. Yeah, I would. Bill, I would, I would mafia yeah. style lighting tables. I would, on I, would have, I would have had to have made a really good trip to Bass Pro and, and loaded up on some stuff. I and, did. And it was inside. I'd like to say yes, but I don't think I would have. Um, I don't think so. I all I know is that it next, would have been. I would have had to have been in club level. I'm. A, I'm gonna give. Give. I don't do well in cold weather. And I'm going to tell you is That's there's no way I would have been out there. I would have needed heated restrooms, something to go into. Well, I'm not, you, I'm well, not well, ashamed. What's the difference? We were outside all day yeah. anyway. Well, when the sun went down, it did get cold. And sure. I will say one of the things that they did I walked home. Well, I would say is, is one thing that Indianapolis does have is that, that skywalk system. But I'm not going. We didn't use I'm it not, one time. I, we Allegedly. Used it, we used it to Allegedly. get back and forth. But I'm going to tell you is I'm not going back. Anytime soon, unless it's warm weather. I will tell uh, you the concourses. What are you going to go back there for warm weather for? 
If, if, if God forbid Tom a Crane, party or something? God forbid Tom Crane ever made it to the final four. It won't be for Georgia. Georgia it won't be for Georgia. In, in, in early April, or Georgia makes it, I'll go to Indianapolis. The one thing I will say that I did like about Lucas Oil, kind of when you're talking about walking, we walked right out of the stadium half a mile to your hotel. Uh, no. You didn't have to get on the not, Uber. Not the host and I. That wasn't our experience. Y'all made some pit stops. But I'm saying you didn't have to get an Uber. You didn't have to get on like if a If you Marta. didn't live in Atlanta, you, you though, you would have had the same there. experience in Atlanta. So two um, things I learned on the walk home. Uh, the hotels aren't necessarily right by Mercedes. I mean, in Atlanta, I got a ride home from the W. I walked I did, too. I walked to the W. I walked to the W and got an Uber. I was right ahead of you guys, I'm thinking. But I will say. Get a car. Go ahead and mark it down. When they start listing the venues for the future national championship games, any time that it's going to be somewhere yeah, Kansas like City, you know, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Minneapolis, Lewis, yeah. Minneapolis, go ahead and write it down. Dogs we will be in, in that game. Go ahead and make your. And, and I won't be there again. So, I, I'd like to pretend I'm that. Come oh. on! But I, I, I'm pretty impressed with all these northern NFL fan bases that tailgate like, like that all year round. I mean, we had. Free kegs, heaters, and we're still freezing. And as soon as the sun went down, we're all like, we're out of here. You yeah, know? my hair almost caught on fire on one of those. those it, it, uh, it, 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 I will say I this. I will say this. That afternoon, it was in the teens, degree-wise. It felt okay when the, there wasn't as much wind. Yeah, yeah. I wholeheartedly disagree. Yeah, the, I was cold. For, for, for the teens. Wind, the wind, the for wind when the wind yes. picked up, though, yeah. it was it was. Rough. When the wind picked up. and After then, the game, I felt great leaving there. Yeah. Well, I could have walked was, naked. I was, I was champion. Happened. One thing Josh and I learned on the walk back when we went into a uh, gas station, we tried, first of all, we tried to hijack an Uber. And, and of course, there, correct? that's what we learned. Yes. We uh, went in and uh, I just <laughs> actually caught, there's a long line. And I oh, by the way, these pot stickers are absolutely delicious. Buying beer delicious. for everyone Thank you. in front of me. Um, and then you're I couldn't a, find you're it. You're a giver. You're I am a giver. giver. I couldn't find giver. any beer. It was on the shelf. Then we tried to get an Uber. Right. And we had the most honest Uber driver in the history of mankind because... We offered him sixty five six, bucks. Six, six, bucks. Yeah. It was all the cash I had. Him. The, the fare he was waiting for was probably seven dollars and fifty cents to go half a mile. And he's like, pricing, man. and he's like, guys, he's like, I can't get you over there. There's, yeah. a, there's this, there's that, there's barricade. He's like, I'd love to take your money and you sit here for an hour, but good, good on him. I appreciate yeah. some honesty. But if I'm the Chamber of Commerce for Indianapolis, uh, first off, that means I live there, which isn't a great yeah. idea. But yeah. um, I would have had all the places open yeah. after the game. Yeah. Like, oh, there, yeah. there, like, there's nothing in the immediate vicinity other than like once you, to, once, you to the, once you get to the hotel, stadium tavern. Yeah. There, there was a Dick's Last Resort that was open as we were walking by. Yeah, yeah. Was it and open? we decided it was open, yeah. and we decided to make home base the Sheraton. We were smartest yeah. move. Yeah, smartest and when we got there, they had the bar open, they had a beer tub open, they had the kitchen open. They're awesome. Like, they were smart. I was They're like, awesome. These guys are doing it right, and we we turned that place into the. After what was her party. name? Debbie. <laughs> well, we on the way back, you and I decided we were hungry. So we ate at Enzo Pizza Enzo, for the uh, second time that day. Sponsored by Enzo Pizza here for the second time that day, which was slammed. The only pro- Enzo, uh, my Yelp review for you, you need to get a liquor license, pal. <laughs> oh, you did ask for beer before the game. And after. Yeah. yeah. Um, they still didn't have their liquor license. They did not get it in 12 hours. Between lunch and dinner, they did not procure a liquor speaking license. Speaking of Indy, me, you, and Josh were in Louisville the night before, yeah. and we felt the same situation that they were not prepared for how many people came in front of the town to keep restaurants and bars Sunday night open later for us because we were ready to start partying then. L- Louisville looked like a very, very cool place with all sorts of good spots that none of them was open, yeah. right? We just kept walking, thinking yeah. we'd find something. Um, and unfortunately, well, we, we did find something, but we had to walk a pretty decent, de- decent and, length. And they stayed open for us, Toll. They did. They made it uh, just uh, like at the, yeah. at the Sheridan. Like, we've yeah, got they, customers. They, they were Sheridan smart. ruled. Yeah. yeah. Sher- Sheridan staying open until 2 a.m. Cheers to I, them. I think it was How, letting, go, letting us stay to celebrate till 3 a.m. Was, was even better. 
Yeah. Um, so how was the uh, uh, how was the champagne and, selection of the Sheraton Jason? Not throwing <laughs> us out with uh, games of champagne celebration. It was not good, uh, well, but that's fine because I was going to be wearing it, not drinking it. In fact, and Bob was kind of well, a actually, champagne you know, actually, actually, hold on. The, I best, think I the best line from the bartender all night was, "We had a bottle. Uh, Jason well, had ordered three. three at first, and then another one. Ordered another one, one but back. one, but one of them we it had mold on the cork, and I went back up and." The bartender says to me, she's like, do you really need another bottle if you're just going to spray it in the air? And I said, I promise we're going to drink this one. So she traded it out, and then Jason bought another one. So, yeah. Well, set the stage a little bit that for years we've used the word Super Bowl to describe a celebration where you take a, a body of water and dump it on someone's head. It's a, yeah, the old Gatorade bucket. The old, Gator, the old Gatorade bucket. Maybe other people call it Super Bowl. Call Maybe they don't. We, the we do. You know, or the champ. Exactly. It kind exactly. of started back in college when Larry got Super Bowl. I was sleeping one night. That's correct. That that's true. The water and, bandit. And so we've never had an occasion to do that to celebrate until until this time. Well, and we've so still done it anyway, and, and 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 so like like Robert said, you know, we got some some uh, three bottles of champagne. Had three people basically race a whole bunch yeah. of mums. You know, a whole bunch of mums um, to see who could you know open it the quickest and pop it and, and then spray it. And by God, we we tore that place up. And Debbie was kind of like. All right, this is what's going to happen. I'm glad y'all having a good time. We we half expect to get kicked out, but she was pretty gracious. I thought. Yeah. Well, I also we bought all the beer out of the beer cooler too. That's right. so. I'm hearing a theme with you. Hey, you gotta you gotta enjoy celebration. Yeah, I think, I think that was Jason Gans and David Levine bought the. No, uh, I paid for it. I mean, <laughs> well, I got back to the Sheraton probably before everybody with my brother because he had an early flight, so he was going to sleep. So I walked into the bar and it was just sad Alabama fans everywhere. Oh really? I did a lap around there. It was before. depressing. I was like, so why'd you why'd you tell us to come then? You. Guys, you gotta come to Sheraton. Well, I was texting her about it. Yeah, I was telling you guys come to Sheraton. You're like, I can't hear you. You know. <laughs> I'm like so then I like twenty minutes later I text you guys like, oh, we're we're in the back of the bar. So I went back in there and I don't know if just when Georgia fans came in or the Alabama fans just left. Well, I'll but that you. mood flipped to one. Oh, it was I'll, awesome. tell you, I'll tell you, you know, they Sean. Actually, they actually bought some drinks for us. Because we, we were the in there. Because if you think about it, we probably stayed in the stadium 45 minutes longer after they did Sean, celebration. When I walked in there, I saw you know the Bama fans sent to the bar and, the, and one of the guys goes, Oh great! They're here. <laughs> They're here. So speaking of Bama, so I think we ran them out of there, they, they, they and then we kept that bar open until two two thirty. Um, it was a great time. Speaking of Bama fans, why don't we just? I, I, I got to say, good good on them. They were all very gracious that I that I encountered. They were all very congratulatory. Mm-hmm. I think most of them were not most, but a good number of them was genuinely happy for Georgia. Yeah. I got lots of texts from Alabama uh, friends of mine, my family members from Alabama, all very happy. So I, I thought they were great. Hey, one thing would, to just say, I, I'm pulling a picture here, 1.12 a.m. That's in the stadium. That's sure. in the stadium. Yeah. yeah, I would say probably 1 o'clock, probably left. Yeah. I would say I agree with you, the Bama fans there. Since the game online, all I keep hearing about is, oh, we would have won had Williamson not gone down. I mean, injuries are part of the game. Too much time well, online, I, dude. Too much time on the dog. Too much time on the dog. I will say that. None of those Bama fans remember Cole McCoy going down when they won their first national title. Or Adam Anderson being out. quarterback. Adam Anderson yeah. has bigger problems than missing. Young, Young's young stats did not change much pre and post injury. I mean, right, he threw was, for 370 yards. Well, no, I'm saying oh, just, uh, like yeah. pre and post injury, yeah. it was fairly. So you know, it's not as if that you know, even as the other guys got involved and it's next man up, guys. This is Alabama. It, I mean, it is. Sean, you know about five stars. Who do they bring up next? But it certainly changes 
what our defense felt like they had to do. You know, they, they, oh, they yeah. took away the threat. Oh, yeah. and, and that's great. Listen. That's yeah, but you part. know what? We were the better team in the SEC championship Listen, game. Our, we were the better team then. They outschemed us in the SEC. We were the better yeah. team all year. Yeah. 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 Our, yeah. our, our, our best to. player tore his AC on the spring and had like five catches for the season. Right. You know, it's no one. That's like, how it goes. So so Saban also, I will say, he, he was yeah, very smile. gracious. Like his embrace with Kirby at the end. Like, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was genuinely yeah. smiling. Congratulations. He got caught on a hot mic saying, you kicked our ass. He said, you'll kick your ass in the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. And you know yeah. what? He gets a bad rap of being, what you know, Mr. Tough, this, that, the other. And, you know, I, I say that he actually probably does care a little bit more about some of the guys that work for him, uh, like Kirby, than, than he gets credit so. for. Um, you know, yeah, seeing that. Was pretty cool, especially his, from from what I'll say is probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, he, coach of all time. He's a goat. His press conference after the game with Bryce Young and Will Anderson was awesome too. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, credit to Saban. Well, he's man. mellowed also. It, it, that was not Nick Saban. How much longer do you think he's got? Well, I mean, he's going to be like Bear Bryant. The guy dropped in six weeks after. What is he seventy? Seventy. Yeah, I think he's not, not never going anywhere. No, to, not works. To your point about him mellowing, I think <clears> if you watched him all season, he felt like. This wasn't the type of team he's had in the past. He didn't, he didn't treat them the same way. But you know what? It, are they, they overachieved? Yeah, they're, the, okay. they're still in the national championship. Good news for I, them, I they get to go to LA next year. Yeah. You know what, though? Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you, except he's probably got his best quarterback ever. He, arguably his best defensive player. He didn't have a bunch of like scrubs. I mean, he had still had no, pretty, but, He didn't have the offensive but, line. Yeah, they weren't the line okay. they used to. All right. I mean, but, but even like Robinson's a, still a pretty kick ass back. You had two great receivers. Yeah. It wasn't Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, and no. uh, Betchy. You know, I get that, but, you know. You, so, so, y'all, so, y'all, so y'all think that he's got five more years? I easy. do. I do. Yeah. So, so, so it's, do you it'll think be, it makes it any easier if he had an heir apparent? Because he you, wants you, that yeah. job. But no, exactly. what I'd say is, is, Boom. is so you know, Kirby obviously isn't leaving. We, we, you know, he's a Dabo. Is going to the I was about to say, so does Dabo, does that make it any easier for him, or does he care? That does he easy. does he care does he care about what happens to Alabama football after he leaves? Sure. And I don't I think, think so. that uh, I, though he'll be dead six weeks later. I, so. I don't <laughs> so I don't think Dabo's got the cutthroat approach that uh, Alabama fans want and expect. Because Dabo won't. I mean, he took his first player out of the portal this year, and it was the same guy who left, Hunter Johnson, yeah. who left and came back. Yeah. If they I'm should have. If they I'm get Dabo, Mike Price I'm back after, after spending uh, four years at Northwestern's back at Clemson. Yeah. If so I it, leave, if, if I'm Dabo Swinney, I don't leave Clemson. No one's going to take the job. Josh is right. Who wants it? They should see again if they could get Mike Price, the guy that got fired from going to the yeah. duty bar in Panama City, to take Sark? the job for two hey, years. What about Sark after dark? Is Coach Fran still alive? Yeah. So so was triumphant three. Is that right? Yeah. Triumvirate. So it's it's Kirby in Georgia, Saban in Bama, Dabo in Clemson, and everybody else. Ohio yeah, I mean, State. But, I'm I mean, asking. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean Ryan Day. I think I, I think Ryan Day in Ohio State. Like, had we had to play Ohio State in the playoffs, I think they would give us. Well, but who who are the active coaches that have won? Won national? You got Jimbo. Jimbo. Yeah. You got Mac Brown. Brown. Yeah, Kirby, no, but that's Saban, right. and yeah, Dabo. That's it. Is that it? That's it. Yeah. So Lincoln Coach Riley Joe just got fired. Coach Joe's yeah, not around. Um, Lincoln Riley's, you know, Chizik's now a defensive coordinator in Carolina. So I mean, the <laughs> second worst coach of oh. all time to win a national championship. I mean, you got to think that, Miles, that Lane's, Lane, 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 Josh Lane Heifel. is at Ole Miss. He won one at UCF. Yeah, UCF two thousand. Good point. So until Ohio State or Michigan, for that matter, competes with these three, like I can't put them in that. They're not. And Harbaugh, before I came here, Harbaugh. Well, the report we've talked about this before. He's probably if he offered the Raiders job, he's going to take the Raiders job. Yeah, he, Bear, want, he wants it. But I will say this: Har- Harbaugh achieved what everybody thought that he was going to do several years ago this year, and I think that he realized that hey, you know what? 
It isn't all that it's made out to be. And if the NFL is willing to pay, I'm gone. So Kirby, he's good for as long as he wants in Athens, right? He's, about, so, to, yeah. he's about to get broke off. Yeah. Which, which means he's what now? He's about to get nine, ten, 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 ten years, ten hundred, years no, but, hundred million plus. I see yeah. where you're going with that. That's actually a better question. Like money is like at that point, what does it matter, right? You live in Athens, Georgia. Athens is expensive. Right? Yeah, it's really expensive. <laughs> you know, uh, they got a whole bunch of moms. Uh, <laughs> but but you know, you're not living in LA, right? So like, you make ten million dollars a year, you might as well make one hundred fifty million dollars a year. You know, it, it's really right at that point. It's getting a bigger uh, pool for your assistance, right? Getting you know your support staff, making it's life easier for himself. Making down life the road, easier. Yeah. Because let's, let's not mention. I mean, not, not to mention. Kirby's never going to pay for another thing for as long. Nor should he. Uh, he's got an awesome and, Ford F one fifty. And and the, I mean, I was talking about uh, this the other day, just about saving and looking at Herschel Walker's, you know, his wealth. The investment deals that Kirby's going to get the opportunity to do now is ridiculous. Just I mean, don't ask Stetson about free or drinks. Or Jim Donnan. Don't go through Jim Donnan. Well, don't use Donnan as a plan. Don't, don't, don't ask Stetson about free drinks. So let me I, let me talk about Stetson real quick. I don't want to spend more than a few minutes because it could be its own podcast, but he has been the topic of conversation since August. Sean, me and you have sent eight zillion text messages on it. I think I was proven right. I oh, 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 oh. I, I was because and I can show your text you during, during the game. game. I was going to say that during was, your game on what you I, saw the stats. I was going. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. I was going to say that because you were correct. Um, but all year long, I was on the. He's our quarterback. JT is. Soft, whatever you want to call it. We could say harsher words, but we're not going to. Um, and we won it with Stetson. It's a great story. But now the discussion is his performance in these big games. What does that mean for him coming back? Again, we could talk about this forever, but just give me some of y'all's knee gut reaction about Stetson's year, how he responded to being a champion, and then what he's got next year. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I've been on record all year saying we're winning football games not because of Stetson, because of our defense. It wouldn't matter who's at quarterback the way we're playing. During that game, for three quarters plus, I was frustrated. It was obvious. It was painfully obvious. Yeah, I just felt like the moment was too big for him. You know, the intentional groundings. I mean, God, the first series. Well, the first drive was He drops drops the the ball. Right, right, we go sack, delay a game, and then he has a scramble and the ball falls out. If that ball doesn't bounce back to him and Bama gets it there, it could be a different game, Mm -hmm. right? That's right. So just like everybody texts, I'm like thinking – he can't. He, he's not getting it done. But I will say, for the lack of you know arm talent and tangibles of his size, his mental makeup that last quarter was awesome. I mean, he said it. I wasn't going to let the fumble be the reason we lost the game. And I think that's pretty badass that he could will himself to make you know to get himself. That, that's a competitor, and you know his physical limitations aren't his fault. But by the same token. I did like the big arm JT. I think Daniels. I told him that 15 <laughs> times this year. Jason, what do you got? Uh, not to belabor it, but look, we got the ends justify the means, right? I don't think he's the quarterback. I think we won in spite of him, not because of him. And I'll just give one, two examples. Uh, that first half pass to George Pickens. Any other quarterback throws that, that's a touch. That touchdown. should be a touchdown, a touchdown. nine times out of ten, yeah. right? And then the pass to A.D. Mitchell, which was a game changer. That was a free play. That AD, Like, not a bad pass, but it wasn't like he dropped a dime with, you know, Will Anderson. Better catch than it was a pass. Better catch, yeah, sure. free play. If that gets picked, who cares, sure. you know? So let's not forget about that. I mean, I, I think when, he's that, coming when back. that pass was in the air, there were several people around, Larry and I, that were like, oh, oh and I'm like, Free play! Yeah. Free, free play! play. I'm, like, I'm like, oh, my God. What, and that ball felt like it was in the air 
forever. Well, the, actually, the one, the very first pass of that drive to Kenny Jermaine Burton oh, right. was this long out, and I kept thinking that's a pick six because yeah. it looked like it just took forever to. I get mean, out. it literally. I I know we say this like shooting ducks, and I, he's from South Georgia, but it literally looks like he's throwing balls for his brothers to shoot out of the air. Now, having said all this, we appreciate the oh, hell oh, out. Oh of my him. god! And, I and, will and, say that. Hold on, before I get that guy mm-hmm. has got more confidence than I've seen in his. I don't give a fuck meter, excuse my language, is at a high. That's okay. It's, it, it's is, it, is, it, it is at a at a high, and that guy, flip phone or no flip phone, I hope he's got an iPhone 14 or 15 right now, and that 33 to 18 Zaxby's commercial is great. All right. It was Cane's, but, it was but Cane, you know, it was Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's, JT whatever Daniels it is. is Zaxby's. Okay, all right. Whatever it is, the guy has confidence, and hey, you know what? Let him see where it goes. Looks so like Lawrence, Red Ice going into a bar circa 2005. <laughs> so Lawrence, now now let's talk about moving forward. He he announced he today that he's coming back. back. Well, he's you know he's the quarterback of the national champion Georgia Bulldogs. So it sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. Um, if I were Stetson Bennett, 24 years old, I've been in college for I don't know a decade. It's amazing he's that. He'll be 25 now. Um, I think I ride off. I think I take my national championship right off into the sunset. Go and try a couple NFL camps and see if I get picked up, and then I start doing what I do next, whether it's working 680, selling insurance, whatever comes next, be a football coach in South Georgia somewhere. That's what I was going to say. I got something topical for sports and torts here, Josh. You went to law school at the University of Georgia. How do you feel about a starting quarterback as a 1L? Do you think he could, uh, do you think that's possible? Has and by the way, I have no idea. If has, has, has he mentioned that as some yeah. sort yeah. of. Yeah, I don't know if he's got into you, you looking for interns? I'd, I'd be pretty shocked if they didn't accept him. Do you but, think that but, someone could potentially handle being a QB1 and a 1L? Is that He's saying at the same time. Okay, I misunderstood your yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so you're saying he enrolls as a law student Because he's fall. graduated, right? He's graduated. He's got right, to go to grad right. school. He's been working basket for four years or, already. Or, yeah, I mean, or, we're not talking right. about is a graduate possible? assistant and, 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 you know, right. whatever it is, like some of those that's classes a, I took, like learning to learn. That's a we're big We're talking ask. about a real, real law my, school. My, my, if, if, he, if he asked me, my recommendation would be go to law school right off in the sunset you will be loved forever. But he's coming back, so that's already. Uh, I'm just. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying, yeah. if okay, you ask yeah. me, well, that's what my recognition would be because I don't. I don't see how he can get higher than he is at this very moment. I think what happens is he goes in as QB one in the spring, probably leaves as QB one because there's no reason not to, and then you get in the fall and you've got five different potential quarterback options that at some point probably going to beat him out, and even if he does keep the job. And you have to win another national championship just to get where you're at. That's just a big. Well, we are, so does Mighty gonna... Ducks two end with Stetson failing out of law school and ending up as QB three, holding a clipboard? Mighty Duck one, you just shut it down. Right. Just end it. There I mean, that's not be, there I mean, should, there should not be a sequel. Anything, to this one. anything short of making it to the SEC championship is is we're not we're not going to have the defense. So we he's not trying year. to improve draft stats. Dogs going to be in the playoffs next year. Call your shot, huh? Yeah. They're gonna go twelve and zero. Well, we gotta beat the, we, after the Ducks. Like we kind of have no know, one. No one. That's right. They're gonna go twelve and zero. Who's our West crossover next year? Mississippi, Mississippi State. State at Mississippi State. We get to go play the Pirate. And uh, look, we'll, we'll go twelve and zero. Um, you probably lose to Alabama in the SEC championship game. But you know what? At that point, run it back again. We're going into the playoffs. Well, you know, I think he obviously loves <clears throat> competing. He loves sports. I mean, we all played sports growing up, and I think. Another humble yeah. brag. We can talk about your sporting career. Well, no, I wasn't going to bring up my sporting career. But well, go ahead. Think, you can if you no, want. No, but I think, you know, <laughs> if you knew when your last competitive, meaningful game was, and that that could be it. Does intramurals count? Because he doesn't have an NFL career. I think I would have let that been it. 
Um, but I maybe he's just not ready for that. I get it. But if you also, like, the flip side is, you're like, NIL you have another year of being the guy at University of Georgia. Like, it's hard to say no to that. Well, he's going to get NIL being, money. Being I mean, a six year in Athens as a quarterback who just won a national championship not, not, and making six well, figures, pretty cool. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Right. Like, you guys, we all saw him. <laughs> and I know this is probably dragging out longer than you wanted year. to, but he was, on, he was drunk on Good Morning America the next morning. He was the crushing, best part about crushing this. Crushing Pappy 23 out of the bottle. The best part I mean, about all this was, yeah. was the memes. The memes, so so I, I saw you know all these finance memes that Bob and I followed. He's on all this. So Everybody knows him. He's Everybody gonna get him. huge NIL deals. Yeah. And so he might as well go play, make 250, 300 grand rather than go sell insurance. So I do want to switch off him because we could we could talk <clears> about yeah. this. So I wanna talk about Great it. I, topics, I, I, I wanna I wanna to 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 another player on Georgia that we all love, Brock Bowers. Freshman of the year. Bronk. 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 I mean, do we should have okay. been tight end of the year? I asked you this question: If he was not on should the team, do we win a national championship this year? That's a that's a really good question. I mean, I I feel like the way that our offense works, we got enough weapons, but he was he's a superstar. Yeah. So I think I initially probably answered the question. We probably do, but the more I think about it, I don't think we do. Like he had fifty six catches, I think eight hundred something yards. How many? What, Fourteen. 12? Thirteen touchdowns. Fourteen, 14 touchdowns. Rushing touchdowns. I think it was 14 altogether. The guy's a game changer. I, I, I don't well, disagree with anything you said, but I'll take the other side. Defense won this, won our championships. There were no, we didn't ever need to get to a shootout where we needed him to score. And I'm not, no disrespect. I think he's awesome. And uh, if he could go in the draft this year, he'd be a first round pick this year. Only, my only game I disagree with you for there, Rojo, would be game one versus Clemson. Okay. We came out there, that was a tight game. We had sure. all our studs were hurt. Defense still, still won it, though. Sure. But, yeah, it was but a that, that was the first game where, like, who's this guy getting all the balls, right? And, but we didn't and, score an offensive every, touchdown. But he kept the ball moving. He was the only pass, only receiver. We still wouldn't have scored an offensive touchdown. So the touchdown he scored that sealed the game, or yeah. like, does anybody else make that play? Like, does does Munkin does Munkin have the confidence? miles an hour. Does Munkin, does Munkin have the confidence to call that play? So, pretty he, went, uh, he went full water. But, and I've also <laughs> watched that play thirty times, and if you watch it, he looked up the field before he caught the ball. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it was not. It was not a mess race, but it was just the Idol's tip. Jack Saint, Rosemary Jack Saint, drove his guy back fifteen yards. I don't think Darnell Washington had the speed to make the play. You know, I think you could if you swung it out to McConkey, but there was yeah. an Alabama defender right in, his, in uh, Stetson's face. So, like, there were very few Stetson had to lob it up. And then, I mean, it was a great play. I think call. we still win a national championship. I still think we still win a national championship. And I think there are other athletes on that team that could have made that play. Awesome. But he is he is top notch. I, I love him. I've loved him all year. I love him even more today. Um, Lawrence and I went to just so happened we were in Napa earlier this week. We, oh, did, we, brag. we, had, we had a trip planned for six months. And awesome. that's where he's fancy. We are fancy, fancy like what Applebee's, yeah, no, that's right. and and that's where Brock Bowers is from. And by God, every person there, you know, Brock Bowers. This talk about Brock Bowers. We how many different people uh, told us they were the ones that well we, we <laughs> got him to Georgia. We initiated a lot of those conversations. We wore our Georgia gear everywhere. Um, Napa has that like small town feel to it. They see a, a, a the Power G, and they're like. You guys know Brock Bowers? Like, yeah, can you call him? Um, <laughs> we, we spent three days trying to call him. Again, to be the contrarian today, I was there the week after Labor Day after the Clemson game, and I did something similar as well. I asked every single person in that because, he, you know, he did play great against Clemson. Yep. I asked every single person there if they knew Brock Bowers was, and I got an icy reception. Well, well, they, that, they, that, they, so now that he's a national champion, our, our bus boy at dinner. Caesar. Caesar. Cesar. 
Um, he actually took credit. He said he's the one who Is this told the real Caesar spouse. <laughs> Does Caesar actually live here? Um, he, he he wants credit because he said he's the one who told Brock he needed to go to Georgia. We have a well, video. We took a video. You know, I, I think that well, one of the things naturally because everyone gets their recruiting advice from the bus boy. Uh, well, so, they played football together. Well, Jason, you mentioned on. recruiting, and, and I think that. Does not need to go unnoticed is the tight ends that we have on this team. And and tight end is, is a, I would say, is a little bit more wide. Brock Bowers probably fits in more of a tight end wide receiver. You've got hybrid. 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 You've got Fitzpatrick, who good luck in the NFL draft, who is probably more of a blocking traditional tight end, although Charlie he needs Warner's to wait to Giants. play in the league. Um, but, you know, it is interesting to see how that – the Georgia offense has evolved under Munkin to have somebody in that sort of position and that hybrid position and, and how well it's worked out. So it's interesting, a guy I work with named Brian Vogler, who played tight end for Bama when they won national ties, played for the Falcons for a little while, and actually was a grad designer Kirby. I saw him this week and I asked him, what's your opinion on Bowers? And he just flat said, stud. He said, the way he catches the ball, hands out, arms extended, he said he needs to get a little bigger and better form with blocking, but he's like, He's going to kill it. He's like that athleticism at his size is just not He's, something you see, and, and that's somebody playing. And Georgia's NFL. got several more in the in the pipeline coming through. With Oscar Delt, yep, He's uh, like Oscar Delt's the next one coming in. Yeah. He's uh, yeah, he's I, I, freaky fast. Would they, would they track him with yeah, his touchdown? About twenty miles, 20 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah, but it's safe to say, Josh, that Napa loves the dogs, but and they love us. We we called the dogs. Hey, Napa likes but, winners. Seventy five thousand yeah. times. But I think if we're talking about our favorite dogs on this team, I think we'd all agree. Ninety nine Jordan Davis has Jordan to be Davis. one of your all time favorite dogs as far as playing uh, personality. I mean, I got I got I got to go with awesome with Kobe Dean. I had the opportunity to sit with at dinner actually uh, with Nicobe Dean last year or two years ago at the Circle of Honor dinner. He was the student representative sitting at our table. A little humble brag there. Um, and I've got a follow-up. I will tell you is is uh, at the time you know two years ago Nicobe Dean was a great player at Georgia, but nobody knew that he was a very humble young man and could not have wanted to be. Learn more about the folks that were there, et cetera. And so uh, I'm very happy to see that he's going to you know, have a, hopefully a, a good career in the league. My follow-up question to that is, what are the odds Nakobe is doing a podcast tonight and talking about his dinner at the Circle of Honor with Robert You know, <laughs> very, um, very close. Very close. I will tell you, is, is he ate a lot of chicken that night, and I didn't like the chicken, so he ate my chicken, I think. Strong, so maybe, maybe, strong. Yeah, so that, may, maybe that's what he's talking about. Better question is, when is Colt Nose going to bring up Robert <laughs> on his podcast? We, we, we love golf subpar here. Yeah. Robert, he's Bob one of your likes, friends. Bob likes to get amongst it. Yeah, but, we, we, we can talk about the night that Colt maybe slept in a motel well, on the side of 285 at Roswell Road. Well, speaking you know, of this team and personalities, like being Georgia fans for years, like under Rick, every year we're waiting for like, the suspensions, right? That happen all the time, you know, arrests for this and that. Besides Throwing one water balloons out small, of small rape charge, the rest of the team seems to have know. a pretty we, good... Our long, you know, sta- our long snapper did issues. get arrested for, for uh, destroying some property after the That's game. That's awesome. <laughs> it's great. I'm willing to throw um, it on this exactly. spot. I did, I did, in, in Indianapolis? I didn't, I didn't know. No, that. no, no. This was actually right when they got back to Atlanta. I thought he, it was uh, Indianapolis. No, he inadvertently broke a window over at the Sand Dollar, which is the new hip bar for students in Athens. He said he thought it was a friend of his place and he was just trying to get in. Understand. I mean, I mean, bar, apartment. Hey, we've all we, been there we before. All, <laughs> we, all spent, we all spent many years in Clark County. We oh. know that the Athens Clark County Police combined with the university police is a tough crew. Um, I feel like the fact that Kirby kept them out of trouble for the most part, um, 
You know, it was just a good. I mean, this was just a this was just a good team, a very yeah. likable team, and now they're going to be the most memorable team in Georgia history. You, you brought up a good point. I hadn't really thought about that. That you're right. We used to hear suspensions and arrests all the time. Are these kids better behaved, or is Kirby better at keeping the police away from the ladder? I don't think you can keep the, especially today. No. You can't hide a story. Well, you can't hide a felony. You yeah. can hide. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously. Well, sure, but I don't think you can as, hide as you should. Anything. Like you can hide a kid riding a scooter. Sure. You know. Back Backwards, down, not no, with, the, with an expired driver. But they used to get in trouble for yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that should actually be the couldn't hide a water balloon. That's, that's, I made a reference. That, that, that should actually be the T-shirt. The Sports on Torts T-shirt should be you can't hide a felony. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that should be a bumper sticker. <laughs> I actually should. I still owe Andy Cameron two eighty and Drew Griffin two eighty because they didn't really. Do well, something. that's not really smart to publicize that on a podcast that's going worldwide. They might give them your Venmo. Yeah, they've got Venmo. So, uh, Robert, you went to the parade. I did. I think you're the only uh, one of us that went, right? I think we all had... Um, yeah, kudos to Robert. Yeah, and talk, talk about it. Uh, so, uh, my wonderful wife, Lauren, and my children and I, we went up on Saturday morning. Uh, we left around, like I guess, like 9.30 or so. We got up there, went downtown, and at first, I was kind of like, we, we parked right next to uh, the National, where we had lunch reservations, and I would say is... I was kind of like, wow, what's going on? You know, there's not a ton there's of people down here. And, uh, well, <laughs> when there's a ton of people, well, like we started, yeah, we started, yeah, exactly. We, uh, what am I we, doing here? We headed through <laughs> campus and started seeing more people. And as we got down towards uh, coming through that new, new memorial gate, uh, we looked out and there was just a sea of people. It was unbelievable. Were they there for the prayer or something, Randy? They, yeah, they were there to see me. They were there to see me. They were there to see me. And so, uh, when was Nakobi the there? Uh, was there. Nakobi was there. Yeah. Um, and as a matter of fact, I did see uh, Nakobi actually stayed out and uh, signed a bunch of autographs. Had He's to be awesome. had to be dragged back inside to the locker room after the dog walk. So, but it was awesome. We got there about forty five minutes early, and it was as loud as a game day. Um, did a really good job. Uh, you know, a couple of players spoke. It Rough was weather cool. too that day. Uh, it was about you know forty five degrees outside. wasn't too bad. Did yeah, you uh, did you yeah. post up shop in section one seventeen? Um, actually, I did not. Lauren and uh, my son Miller did, and Riley and myself, my daughter, uh, we were in section one hundred one, uh, which is kind of the corner of the end zone behind the visitors' band. Because you sat in, they gave like the reserve seats you they had. They gave reserve seats, and Larry was kind enough since he was. Uh, in call, Napa, call to, the uh, dogs with uh, with Brock Bowers. Yep, he uh, he he gave us his two other seats, so we split up. Probably could have ended up sitting all together. Um, you know, it was crowded and packed, but it was kind of hey, everybody was was cool. Just it was fun. It was energetic, and and people were having a good time. So we're the double champs. As Jordan Davis, it took this long to bring that up. As Jordan Jordan Davis did it, said it best. Yeah, double champs. Double champs, sixty nine days apart. Everyone yep, knows. Yep, everyone yep. in Napa knows that we're double champs. I, I've actually put it on my email signature. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best. So Braves parade. Braves parade. You go to that one? I did not do the Braves parade. So we came to a comparison. That contrast. was awesome. But but can you imagine the fact that we are double champs? So I mean, Blooper no, I mean, and Ugga. It's amazing. How much gear? They're humping their way through the pound. So my gear's coming in slowly. I need to purchase more. Um, for me personally, I have a room. One room in the house that I have a pool table, and I'm kind of trying to decorate now. Really, with, with uh, Georgia gear, with my only room I get. You know, when you have 8,500 square feet, it's tough to actually fill it all out. With. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I'm going, room, I'm going room by room. Do you play? Uh, do you play pool, or just have it as a decorative piece? Yeah, just yeah, play my my middle son Hudson. It's, it's next to his grandfather. How's his ping pong game? 
fantastic. Yeah, dude, that's I, I'm, I'm directing this towards you, Jason. How yeah. many times did we play him in college, and how many times did he win? I, I'm pretty sure his record is – he might have won once or twice where I was student knee When you're playing left-handed? Yeah, and I ran into a wall and knocked myself no, out. I beat, you, plenty, I beat you plenty of times. This gentleman across me, very tough. Uh, I get close, can't quite see. You realize we're not on video. You're talking about me, right? You thought about Josh. This is between you and the podcast gods right now. If you want to, you want to have this on your conscience. That's up to you. I want to switch this to a little different topic we haven't brought up. Is far as uh, yeah. So (laughs) good pivot. You know, we we were playing Bama, and I guess my question is for everybody here is how are you feeling about knowing that we have this team that we felt like was the best team we ever had all season? We were watching them dominate teams, Bama. Smokes us in the SEC championship game, beats the crap out of us. How are you feeling going into the national championship game, knowing that we were going to have to beat Bama? All the heartbreak they've given Good. us in the SEC championship in 2012, national championship in 2017, SEC championship in 2018. So um, I asked you that question. You did ask me that question. I will tell you, when I walked into the Orange Bowl, I actually was way more nervous. Then when I walked into Lucas Oil, because maybe it's because I resigned myself to the fact that it was Bama. You were also with your family, so you weren't drinking as much as you were drinking the 30 years. And it's also very I'm different. Sure that's true. tailgate going into you Lucas You don't know Oil. what I let did. Me get, let me get down to the reason why. It's very hard to beat a very good football team. Twice. Twice. Um, and Georgia was a very good football team. I, I, when I walked into Lucas Oil, I actually had like, I was like, I kind of think we got this. Um, and I told you my rationale, how I, how I rationalized it in my head the week before is it was the based on the point spread. Um, I thought Bama getting points against us was like the biggest no-brainer in the history of Earth. Um, which that, meant? Which meant take the dog, load up on the dogs. But they got six and a half for, in the SEC. That's right, which was a gift, right? Yeah. Bama getting six a touchdowns a gift. They were yeah. still getting two and a half. Um, you know, now it'll be interesting to see what happens the next time we play Bama. Um, the monkey's off the back. Well, you, you would like to think so. I think so. And I would say, you know, all five of us here call me a monkey. went to the game. <laughs> um I booked a room in Indian October 10th because I looked back at the date. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you actually booked a jail cell. Is, it was, is we never found like. that room. <laughs> Candlewood. Uh, fortunately, Rojo got us out of that room using COVID as an excuse. But I would say you were the only one who was like, oh, Candlewood you, isn't you, listening. The only one you were like, hey, we're, we're going, we're going. The rest of us were kind of a little nervous and made final arrangements at the last minute. I our, appreciate you making the reservation. Yeah. That was nice. Our friend Stuart was a total wuss and because of the Bama loss, refused to go. And... You know he probably won't admit it, but I'm sure he is There's absolutely no depressed doubt. that of no all doubt. the games he went to, he skipped this. Wouldn't one. you guys have all been depressed? I, yeah, I was. I, I, that's where I, I went. Was the, the fear? Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly it's, it's right. It's the definition of FOMO. You yeah. had to be and, there for that moment. Pizza. You had to be yeah, there for that pizza, moment. Yeah. So, Listen, I love Indianapolis. I wouldn't have missed it for anything. I probably would have gone had anybody else been playing in it, too. <laughs> so here's the thing. To get there. I, is, is we, I feel like we dedicated 20, 20 years of, of, of hard logistics, of finding tickets and going to games. And by God, I was not going to not be when we finally won. So, yeah. so, 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 so next year, it's the game is like, L.A. 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 is a championship game. And, and, playoffs and, are in you know, Atlanta. I think I'll, I'll, is Atlanta. I'll be at the Peninsula in Beverly Hills. So I hope uh, so. I hope so. I hope so. But in two years from now, if it's, if it's a harder destination – I, per, I personally am not going to feel as compelled to happen. But there are no hard – this is where it goes. Yeah, sorry about that. It goes, it goes L.A., it goes Houston, it goes Vegas, it goes Miami, right? Which does not fit into this equation. I don't like Houston that much. I don't go there much either. I but can guarantee you it won't, won't be, it won't be 16 degrees right. walking back no, from the game. But like, so if next year was in L.A., I think my wife, Kara, would probably like, hey, right, you bring that's, the that's the trip I'd right. like to make. I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. What I'm saying is – When does Milwaukee get it? 
I'm, I'm saying the, the logistics for the last couple of events have been, you have to you know, manage kids yeah. and family and jobs. It's very hard. I went to three states for this trip. You did. You did. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> you did. Which, which, is, which is not a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, hey, this Bob, Bob, Bob can, you, yeah. can you set the stage but, and show him the morning after when he, he had to drive to Illinois? I will, well, I will actually tell three... you this. I, uh, I came down from the uh, elevator and Josh and Lawrence were eating breakfast and, and I run into Sean at, at the front desk and I was really worried. I, and I went and sat down with the guys and said, whoa, how's Sean doing? I said, he looks very frail. Um, he was not doing very well, but I will be happy to report he was a champ. He made it home. We got him in that car with, with Josh's brother, Ben, and Ben got him to Chicago. A couple burritos later at Chipotle, he was on a flight direct back to Atlanta, and Memphis didn't even need to be on standby. I think, I think a late flight. We didn't have to scramble NORAD. <laughs> we did not have to scramble. I think a late flight probably did me well. It gave me time to recover. I've had a history in the past to not do well on well three flights after uh the arizona <laughs> state game in 2008 i was living in new york at the time and uh sean was in charleston kept eyes on me but there was no reason you should have been on my flight <laughs> it, it went to new york you lived in south carolina i was a resident. coming from arizona i was a resident gamer. hey he he always took the clark howard special back then it had it had seven legs to save 30 bucks it's he, he would fly from atlanta to charleston to get west <laughs> To save, to save 25 bucks. Yeah. This is possible. So one thing that we did do after the game was we did what we called at the time an emergency podcast. <laughs> Good Lord. I, I brought this podcast gear to Indianapolis with this grand vision that if we won, I, I would, was going to love to have this group get together and have this discussion, which we turned out we attempted to do. <laughs> it, was, it was three something in the morning. Get you a pot sticker, Larry. <laughs> it was delicious. And, and we, we did our best to break down the game. Let's just say that the discussion went off the rails several times. We had to restart it two or three times. Robert, you, you gave your description of how to do a full Chinese buffet, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I, I'd love for you to, to, to revisit that if you don't mind. Well, I mean, it, it depends it on how seconds. many people we got. All right. Got to have several <laughs> yeah, proteins. Always a fried rice or a lo mein. Appetizers are a must. And certain things reheat better than others. So you got to figure out when you're going to eat it, how long you're going to eat it for. Like, you know, nobody goes and gets a, a, a sesame chicken and thinks it's going to reheat well. Well, here, so I, let me jump in for a second. Why don't you give us an example? What reheats well? What travels well? Uh, Mongolian beef travels well. Anything not crispy or fried. I'd go anything more on the stir-fry route. Wontons. Have you, you tried putting sesame chicken in the air fryer? I don't own an air fryer. Oh, that's brilliant. Bob, can I ask one more question? And yeah. I, you know, I don't want to... How do you fix your mushy pork? Um, I love plum sauce. And I would say is, is that I go plum sauce bottom, a little bit on top, fold her up, wrap her up like a burrito, and we're good to go. What, what was that uh, Chinese buffet on Alps that we used to go Peking. to? Peking. 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 You had to stay with the oranges. Yeah, that was the one that Eric Davis was underneath the table at. Dude, dude, dude refused to eat. And so, Any rules or policies around soup ordering? Uh, soup is really difficult to go. Um, you've got to be very, very, very in the need for soup. Taco wraps, there's a saran wrap. But I will say this. The only soup that I highly recommend to go, and it has revived several members of this group right here today, is, is El Taco Veloz sells chicken soup, and it has a half a chicken in it. And if you're ever feeling ill, I think it will uh, cure a lot of things. Several people can. I, Bob, they, they usually make them spicy. They put a bunch of from Robert from that. After, uh, actually, after a trip Athens. to Athens, that yeah. kind of got me a little bit. So, so the other thing we talked about was um, 
was Trob's love of lists because you do love a list. You, you, can, you can see a list of anything and you're all over it. Um, why do you care so much? My first question and my second question, because it's really the opinion of whoever the author is. Sure. My second question is you sent out a list yesterday ranking the 21 or 20 national. I think it was the national champion since 2001 to present. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, so you felt com- you, you felt compelled to send it to us yeah. to, to, to see where Georgia ranks amongst those. I'm going to actually add a third question there. Yeah. yeah and then, I'm not yeah, sure you actually had a question. Yeah. <laughs> Can you please give a list of your favorite list? <laughs> great question. That's a great question. So, so you have three questions pending. Why do you like lists? What is your thoughts on Georgia versus the other 21? And what is your favorite list of lists? Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So I like lists because I like to compare them to how I'm thinking. I like to see how another author, journalist. Uh, dude on the dog vent. Dog vent person. Sure, whatever. <laughs> you know, where, where, how I view things versus someone else. So that's where the lists are interesting to me. Um, you got to know what Chachi Dog 69 is thinking. So where the, the list specifically about where the college football team is. I was interested to see where this team sort of ranked. And I hadn't even thought about that list. I thought it was actually pretty good, right? I mean, the 2001 Miami team loaded with NFL Hall of Famers was number one, which like I think makes sense. 20 first-round picks. Yeah, it's crazy. And those guys were doing NIL deals <laughs> yeah. with, with, with Uncle with, Luke. With, with Uncle Devin Luke. Shapiro. Yeah. With Uncle Luke and yeah. Devin Shapiro. Yeah, I, mean, Before, I mean, they were innovators. Yeah. They were doing NIL when NIL went cool. Right, so that was number one. I think the LSU 2019 team with that crazy offense was number two. So I felt like... I agree with that. You know, I think Georgia was seven on this list. Um, but, you know, better than all of Florida's teams. Um, better Which made than you all. happy. You appreciated Georgia yeah, in the. I did. I liked that better there. Florida. I thought they were. I think they were the ranked the highest one loss team. Florida had points deducted for multiple murderers. On yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. You know, the 2020 Bama team was the only Bama team ranked in front of us. So I thought. I thought 2020 Bama should have been higher up because that team. Yeah, was they're awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, I think it was a short season, and I think that probably hurt them. Yeah, Fauci. You, know, you know, I so, think. <laughs> so I have a question for you related to this to this national championship Georgia Bulldog team. You know, we're going through right now. Guys are declaring for the draft. People are entering the portal, but to the draft. Um, Floss, if I were to set the over-under two-and-a-half first-round picks from University of Georgia in this year's upcoming NFL draft, where do you go? Over. Over. No. Totally. I Kobe agree. Dean. The Kobe Dean. Jordan Davis, Walker. Trayvon, and, Trayvon Walker. George absolutely, Pickens. Absolutely. Of those three, I think someone Trayvon like Walker. a – Trayvon Walker. Yeah, those yeah. three. That's I four. Said, That's no, what I said. No, no, so we, said, four. we said Walker, Dean, and Davis. Yep. Yeah. And then um, potentially those three, Pickens. Maybe Pickens. Potentially Pickens or even like a Darian Kendrick could show out. Devontae Wyatt. Those, I don't think he's the first round. Lewis Seen is going to be the second-rated yeah. safety. Right. No. Behind Kyle Nelson, awesome. I believe. So, so I think, and if he has a good combine, he could bump up there too. But I think two and a, two and a half over, I think three is probably so the right number. It's I'll give sure. you a different number. I think the most Please. dogs ever drafted is nine. We're going to crush that. Like 12? Is that what um, I was thinking 12 or 13, so 12, right? I mean, what, what do you think our number is there? We'll count them up. How many? How many? Uh, list how many members off that 2019? How many members off that 2019 LSU team got drafted? Because they had 12. a lot. So, I mean, okay, Nicobe Dean, Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt, George Pickens, Trayvon Walker, Koi Walker, Channing, Channing Tindall, Lewis Seed, Kendrick, uh, Darian Kendrick, Samir White, James Cook, Sawyer, Sawyer, Schaefer. Schaefer probably does. I mean, John Fitzgerald might get drafted. John Fitzpatrick. John Fitzpatrick, sorry. Pickens. Weird name tip. You could be 15. Yeah. 
I mean, Jake Camarda could get drafted. So then, what's your actually? I think he. I think he goes. I think he so goes. I think twelve. I, I would say twelve as the over under is a great number. I take over. In what fact, a, what a I team. might get drafted. What a team. So, so Mr. I might get drafted. back to your favorite list. We didn't get that one answered. Oh, that's right. Yeah, your favorite. Oh, I know the answer. My favorite list is the preseason. His nineteen ninety playmates that he used to steal out of his dad's bedroom drawer. I have a list of that. I think my favorite list is the annual Atlanta Magazine Best Restaurant in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean uh, plan foodie, be a night. foodie night. Be- yeah. Best restaurant, best, best golf courses. Or best tours in Iceland. Yeah. You know, it has to be up there as well. I thought you were going to say the, the list of best recruits. Where's the, I mean, that's got to be one of your top. That's permanent number one. Permanent number one. So, so real he's, quick. He's got him scouted out until seventh grade right now. It's so, the, the, the recruits coming in, give us – and can't, you're good at this too, Jason. He's like, better than me. Like, like give us – Three to five, the recruits we're looking for. Next yeah, year. you know, I think our recruiting class this year kind of reflects our team this year. It's heavy defense, you know, tons of five. I mean, that's just Kirby's personality, you know, Kirby. Sure, you know, you know and our too. offense isn't super appealing to wide receivers. That's the only place we're lacking. But, um, you know, huge players that we have coming in. Bear Alexander out of Texas is a defensive lineman who played IMG. Um, He's going to wear 99, isn't he? Mikhail Williams yeah, from so. uh, Columbus, five-star defense line. Marvin Jones Jr., whose father played at FSU, another five-star pass rusher. The secondary is loaded. Um, you know, Julian Humphrey out of Texas. Jamil um, Singletary. Singles, Jameer Singletary out of Jacksonville. I mean, so. We, what we need is, and I mean, I recognize they don't grow on trees, is, you know, Roquan Dean Jr., Roquan Dean Jr. So um, you, 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 you want to you got a, a good, a good, you good inside Dean. good inside guy. I mean, guys, so, MJ Sherman or uh, so, I no, well, so I think Dumas. I think Dumas, who is who's a freshman this year. Looked, so, looked the few plays I think will be an excellent middle linebacker. We're spoiled with those two. So who are the big players in NIL next year? I mean the the, the corporate players, not the necessarily the. The, yeah, I mean it's going to be quarterbacks, right? I mean, so Caleb, like Caleb Williams, Williams is the biggest one. No, no, I think I think Josh was asking like if if you're a sponsor, who were the ones on throwing team. the money? On Georgia. Oh, which play? Like, the mailman. I mean, can go. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, who, who, who on the team next year is going to have the juice to go get the mailman? The mailman. Yeah. Is, Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers. Yeah, I think a lot has. He's going to be wearing an Opus One. You know, you know, uh, and, and Nolan Smith. <laughs> Nolan Smith's coming back too. The Judgment of Paris. I mean, I think I think, think, I think Jalen Carter's got the opportunity to step up and fill Jordan Davis's well, I'm personality. Gonna, I'm going to broker a deal with Brock Bowers and a whole bunch of moms. Well, I want to. I want to. I want to turn this to uh, our sponsor here, who's wearing the Jay Stein Law Firm swag next year. Yeah. So I was talking with one of the guys um, at, at the tailgate about that, and he said, "How great would it be?" Because I mean, I feel like we're talking about Brock Bowers Sports all the time, but. Exactly, but he said, "How great would it be to get Brock Bowers or somebody like him to stand on the field and say, when I'm on this field, I'm protected by my pads and my G helmet, and when I'm off the field in my car or somewhere, I'm protected by the J Stein Law Firm." I think that's, I think that's brilliant. I think he just great. gave it out there to every other lawyer in Atlanta. I think it's just, I think it's brilliant. And so I'm like, Trademark. All right, John Foy's like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, after this is over, connect with him. So I don't know how much that would cost. I have no idea how they how they even value something like that. Yeah. But that would be, to me, a pretty damn cool. Yeah. Um, I you think know, the check here you want to write. We could we could talk about that offline. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to bid against myself without knowing what the what, what the entry to market is. But, but we see, some, we talked about this last time. Who was it? Uh, who had the Jordan Davis one? Uh, Morgan, Morgan, Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. And when I, I drove back after we did the last podcast, I drove back from Texas and I was going through Alabama. They had Evan Neal, the same one, right, with Evan Neal up on it. Morgan and Morgan, right? And Nicobe so they, Dean yeah. had a uh, Arrowhead Clinic. So yeah, yeah. Resur- yeah. resurgence can get in the game too, there, yeah, Doc. We're, we're well, well, one of y'all. I don't remember <laughs> which not, one of y'all. Private. No, now you're even cheaper. <laughs> 
One of y'all mentioned what Caleb Williams was looking at getting. So I, the number's been thrown around between two to four million dollars. That seems ridiculous. It's free. Yeah. It's insane. Like right. who's paying that? But we talked about this last Ari, time. Ari also, Gold. Like, Ari Gold and uh, the. At some I, point, the well, here look, Spencer Rattler going to the season. JT Daniels, DJ Ugaluguga were the uh, they were the top NIL deals. None of them started. So yeah. like at some point, these guys are gonna be like, this is ridiculous. Well, they're gonna have to the, be, R- the ROI is not. I think you're be saying. I think you're saying right now the NIL is being used as a recruitment tool, right? Texas A&M apparently spent twenty-five to thirty million dollars. <laughs> For their number one recruiting class. Hell, anybody could have walked my, on Miami. As a, you could have walked on as an OL at, at Texas A&M and gotten a fifty thousand dollar check. Actually, that was at Texas. They got the O line, but there was a billionaire in Miami this last past week, and he just showed on Twitter what he yeah, paid. He's got yeah, I mean crazy. So I, I agree with Jason. I, I think at some point maybe this. I don't know if it gets reeled in, but maybe some. Uh, Regulations. I, I'm all for these players getting paid. I mean, it was ridiculous years ago when AJ Green and Todd Gurley got penalized for signing autographs, right, well, or selling their jersey. But million dollar deals, you know, sort of kind of changes. I mean, the professional, NCAA, the professional NCAA sports have had regulations. no idea that this was going to turn in the way it did. Well, how would how could they not? They, they were, well, it's I always going to be a race. They, they, they refused to acknowledge. To acknowledge that they refused to acknowledge. That it was going to turn into this. It's going to turn into having signed contracts to say you're going to get this money, but you got to stay at the school well, for three years. And I also think, and, and JT Daniels is transferring out, but you know, whether it's a graduate transfer or not, one transfer and you're done under this new regime. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna, the only way to cut back on this free agency now that you don't have to sit out a year yeah. is to say you're one, you get one transfer and done. So JT Daniels is going to transfer. Just somewhere else under the graduate transfer rule this upcoming year. You might say the same thing I'm about to say, but what you're forgetting is that Kirby's the best at this game. He's the best at roster management out there. He is the best. So you know what? Like there are areas that I, I criticize him, processed. notably around his quarterback selection, but everything else, like you have to trust Kirby Kirby blindly when it comes to roster management. So, so you saying that actually brought the question I'd like to direct to you because I think <laughs> when Mark Rick got fired, you were not happy about that. Right? Yeah. I mean, you said you need a shoe if you got fired, which you still haven't done. How do you know? Do you, have you seen my I shoe think, selection? Do you I know think, if I'm missing a left <laughs> You did have an upset stomach. I think, I think when we were looking at coaches, you were upset we didn't have a little broader scale look at Tom Herman stuff. So now year six in Kirby, where, where are your thoughts on so, him? So Sean, Sean asked an answer. So Sean, in, uh, clearly had, Sean clearly didn't listen to episode one of Sports and Torts next. Yeah. Uh, come on, dude. Ask well, no, an answer. I, I want to know now, answer. now that he went out, where, as far as the coach's hierarchy, do you think he stands in the country? I mean, we already talked about this. Yeah. I, think well, I don't think we ever said where we say Kirby. I think Sean wants an affirmation, either that or – no, 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 hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Someone whoa. don't let or, Sean or, have or, that third or, beer, please. Yeah, or, or Sean – This Miller Lite's getting me. Yeah. I have a much sometimes, more important Sometimes question. he's a little bit slow to comprehend. Just say it for him, please. I have a much more important question. We're, we're obviously not on video, but Big Lair has worked his way around these sampler platters. Yeah. I want you to break us down from this sausage to the pot sticker to the shrimp to this like a peppermint patty. Wait, is, that, is, that, is that fudge? Because I'm going to get some. No, it's peppermint. Just pack some up for the way home. Hey, go for, go for this one's a little better false. These things are good. Whatever these chocolate-covered almonds. Um, well, I've eaten almost all the pot stickers. I think there was 30 here. There's three left. <laughs> um, sauce is pretty good, and the shrimp. Bob, Bob makes a good spread. He puts together an a A-plus Chinese buffet. And it does he works at Big Green uh, Egg. Heavy, Fantastic, heavy, yeah. too. He's very surprising. Bob Bob he's like Emily Post. 
What, what did you get to the shrimp? What you have the shrimp? The shrimp are good, you know. Um, but you know, he's sitting here trying to drink, talk, and then peel shrimp. Um, you know, maybe next time have them pre-peeled. The Saint the Ritz called. You know what, Larry? A simple thank next, you. Next, you just next national thought, championship, right? I'll host at my house, and the shrimp will be peeled for you. Well, we'll do lobster tails next time. So, so, how, so, tell me about. You know, we haven't really discussed emotions that much, but tell me how y'all are sitting here, ten days post championship, double champs. Double champs. I mean, how do you? How, how, you know, real quick, girl in the room, yeah. like, how you feel? Um, so, as as you know, Ringo took that ball back, and we knew we were going to win. The phone's going crazy. My son's texting me. He's thirteen, sitting at home. He's watching the game. I'm texting him back. And I'm like, "Oh my god, we're going to do it!" Like it was like, quite honestly, it was more of an emotional experience than I thought it would be. Like, I got a little teary eyed, and I was like, "Holy, sh- holy crap, we finally did it. We won. We're national champs." Monkeys off the back. Yeah, right? and now I just tell everybody where wherever I go, like I, you know, where are from Atlanta, home of the Atlanta Braves and the Georgia Bulldogs, world champs. Um, Amen, great, brother. Larry. It's a great feeling, man. It's a great feeling. Uh, Bob, world champs, nod to English, Larry. <laughs> Bob, how do you feel? Uh, it, it's still I, I, at times it's almost like it's not even real. Like come back, like wow, you know. And every single time we get on a conference call, or someone's like, "Well, go dogs!" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, damn, we really did win this thing." And yeah, you know, when you throw the Braves back on top of it, um, been a really damn good year for sports in Atlanta. Yeah, to, to, to echo Larry's uh, uh, excitement, you know, I, I work with a lot of people around the country and, and, and a lot of uh, got a lot of phone calls and a lot of texts, so that was great. And, uh, you know, now we're, what, 10 days out and I'm starting to feel normal again. And, and by normal, I mean my body's starting to recover from the beating. I don't know that's, how you guys you're did. still drinking Tito's. Well, you know, it's, it's uh, medicinal. Uh, I don't know how you guys went to Napa last week. Respect. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, I think the emotional investment we've put in for years wanting this to happen. Exactly. And it actually happened. We're like, this is amazing. And selfishly, I mean, it's like a Patriots fan or Bama fan. I, I want it again. You know, It's I'm, like a drug. It, it, it's not like I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> I'm, I want to be what, 41 years, 85 years old when it happens again. You know, want it in the next three or four years again. This very, is very well, quick, pretty very awesome. quick on the map. You know what I, I thought of? Impressive. And I should really, have cheated off you and organic. <laughs> you know what? We're, we're double champs. You did. We're double champs until at least November, right? That's Enjoy right. us till at least November. So, so I feel a little bit of relief, which is strange. Like, like the height of emotion. But I'm just like the monkey's off our back. We don't have to answer. Done. We don't have to answer the questions anymore. You know, for the whole state was was huge. For you know, for Georgia, even bigger. Some would say, and I just kind of feel relief, like. I don't have to sit in these games anymore and be like, oh, crap, here it, hap- here, here it goes again. Um, we killed the narrative twice. We, we killed yeah. it twice, and we're, we're going to enjoy every bit of this. I don't, until I don't, yeah, the you don't have to hear the, the, the pessimist out there, oh, whatnot, or even you know the fellow fans. I use that term loosely of you know the pessimist out there. Well, here's a question. Do you think Kirby gets it done again in the next five years? Yes. I do. I, yes. think, I think we win two or three in the next ten years. Yeah, I do. And maybe, maybe more or Kirby, in a few years. He's time. a machine. Right, so Kirk, Kirby is, call it, 46 <clears throat> years yeah. old. 46 years old. He's just two years older than Stetson. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> All right, he's got, say, 20 years in him. He still has his COVID, COVID how, 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 many, how many in 20 years, guys? You just said two or three and ten. There's going to be other people that come up. Is he in Athens in 20 years? Yeah. Well, maybe he might be dead. I mean, where's he going? He can't keep this up. Well, that's the thing. He's not going to go to the NFL, right? Where's he going? Does he get bored? 
No, Does he, he might go to the NFL? No. no. Why is he going? I don't hey, think wait, Kirby's, hey, Kirby's, hey, Kirby's I don't think his style works. No, hey, that's exactly right. Kirby's biggest, his secret sauce is his roster management and his recruiting. And they take that all away from you in the NFL. He's not the best in-game coach, right? That, that, he's not the best tactician. He's the best, you know, recruiter. That's, he's the best roster that's what manager. I, said. I think he's got 20 years. That guy's that got 20 years. Till he's 65, 66 right, years old. And then the energy is gone. Because I think, was Jason said, what he's got is he's got energy and he's got that. Well, his energy is awesome. I think I saw a tweet after the game from Julian Humphrey, who's coming next year, with, Kirby, with Kirby jumping in the air and said, who wouldn't want to play for this guy, yeah. right? I mean, you don't see other coaches. like you Apparently said, Jermaine Burton, J.T. Daniels. Jumping. Well, I think they don't play the Stetson. Um, I mean, Cal- could, you, could, could you see like some of these coaches running down the sideline like that? I no. Mean, and, and he doesn't I mean, Sark, 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 Sark would need a smoke halfway down to get there. He'd stop for a drink. <laughs> yeah, he would. He'd definitely stop for a drink and a Well, I think... Uh, I think he uh, might win a national championship. I think he's a good coach, too. Sark? Well, I think... Sark look- after dark is not winning a national championship. <laughs> I think if you look at the landscape for the next couple of years in the SEC, obviously Saban's still going to stick around, and uh, you know Bama's going to be right back in there next year. Um, you know, I think Tennessee and South Carolina are on the on the um, ascension, right? I think they... Much further down. Yeah, well, they... <laughs> but, uh, and I think in two years, they're going to be be good and be competitive with us. I think Florida's going to rebound pretty quickly. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Napier's, you know, I mean, I'm not the recruiting guru. Doc Doc Floss over here is. No, but um, but honestly today, like, Napier's going to use the portal, right? So yeah. teams can bounce back quicker so, than they could in the so past. Georgia. Sure. But I think Florida, Tennessee, South Carolina, they're all going to be better, but they're so far behind the talent gap between them. They, and well, they all say Jimbo's the next one. A and yeah. the closest. Six years well, that's where hopes. That's but, where hopes going. Hopes but, moving to A and M. Well, you know, I was looking at uh, Jimbo. You know, he's going on year five now at A and M. He's not had a ten win season yet. He's won nothing there. I mean, he's Kirby would be five too. ten year seasons in a row had. Vanderbilt not wussed out on us twice last year, right? They, they stole a victory from us. We've, we've had five seasons. Yeah, I mean, I think that goes back to the point we made. Hey, hey give them that W. The, the point we made a, a little bit ago about how there's really three teams, in my opinion, that are kind of going to be in this for the next couple of years. And so I like those odds. Are there, though? Are there, though? Is, are, is Clemson still? I think so. The, I think you the, have the, to the say only reason, The only I reason would. Clemson's in it is because the ACC is hard. I would put a high state about Clemson. I mean, they have the quarterback in Stroud. Young at Bama. I mean, I think those two teams going the next season have a little advantage. Uh, Lincoln Riley's going to have USC back up there because competition in the Pac-12. I don't think it's very strong. And he's going to build through the portal. They'll be really good in two years. Maybe, maybe. I mean, he's got everything there. But how to play West Coast, you know. it's tough on the West Coast, man. Well, I think we did a, a pretty good job of, of covering all the bases. Um, as I told both of y'all when I, in, in prior podcasts, we could talk about this literally for days and days and days. I think we should keep going. <laughs> well, is there something else that you want to say, Sean, other than your love uh, list? Can someone check his 9 a.m. surgery for tomorrow morning? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this was fun, though, right? Like, you know, we've got good food. We've got good drinks. We're able to rehash this. Like, it's about putting a microphone in front of a group of friends, and it makes you really talk about things that – Otherwise, we probably never would do this. So, so thank you all for, for, for coming, coming on and doing this. I think we did a good job of not talking over one another. Maybe, you know, a few times, but everybody, everybody did a great job. Bob, thank you for the hospitality. I'll give each one of you guys the floor one more time if there's something else you're dying to, to get out of your brain. And then um, let's wrap it up and let's say let's be back at Jason's house. 365 days from now discussing the – by the way, is it a 2021 championship or a 2022 We are 2021 champions. Yes. Okay. So, so, well, with so, so 2022 logos on the yeah. jerseys. Okay. So, so this all goes back to when 
they're before the bowl game and the playoffs and whatnot. When actually, when when game when the championship used to be played on New Year's Day, and so that it was you know if you were playing in the nineteen ninety eight you know national championship, it was played on January first, nineteen ninety nine, and so yeah, therefore the, we are. So we're twenty twenty one champions. Yes, we're twenty twenty one champions. Same with the Braves. So a year from now, we'll get back together at your house to discuss being 2022 champions. I, I'm we good? Looking, I'm looking forward to the emergency podcast. In L.A. Somewhere in Beverly in LA. Hills. Yeah. Uh, we'll be on the beach in, in Santa Monica. So, so I'm, I'm the only one that has listened to that content. Our voices are Probably absolutely outrageous. I couldn't talk until Friday. I mean, our voices, it sounded, it sounded like this. And, I, and I'll tell you what, we made some pretty – I like pretty, jalapenos. Yeah, you talk about jalapenos. We made some pretty good points for, you know, <laughs> going through what we went through that day and everything. So, so I, if I can give my real quick closing remark, I read on, on the dog that Sean did, they, somebody put up – and I know this happened to a few of our friends. Somebody said, who got COVID in Indianapolis? Yeah. And, 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 by the way, I had already had it, so I didn't get it, though I might have gotten it a second time. Anyone who didn't get had COVID before got it, and everyone's answer was, it was worth it, right? That pretty much sums <laughs> yeah. up my feelings. Well, so – me, you, and Josh went to the McGill Society uh, tailgate. Before. It was basically a, it was a How rock. many drops does he have? We walked, we walked into the room expecting a couple hundred people eating a buffet, and there were yeah. 3,000 people. In there. We actually wanted some quiet time. Yeah. We wanted, like, we, we you thought, and I had some quiet yeah, time. We thought this was sort of like decompressed before the game. It was, the 8 o'clock and it was late a, start. It was a 3,000-person band party, Not and I could smell either. the COVID in the air. Yeah. And My travel mate, Bob, and I, we did it right. We had a little quiet time with the Sheraton. Y'all cuddled. We had some yeah, drinks. we did. We had some drinks. We had some apps. We walked back through the skywalks, made our way to the stadium. Um, dude, it, it was is- an awesome experience every step of the way. Amen. It was awesome. Bob, you haven't had your last word unless you want to. No, I'm just glad that you were able to uh, have me here and I was able to host you guys. And, um, you know, good little dog talk. Go dogs. So I hope you all enjoyed this. If you did, please subscribe. Please come back and listen again. And uh, go dogs. Go Go dogs. dogs. World champs.